I would lose a kid if I had five. I have to count when I get in the car. I make him count off. <laughs> Thomas Costello, how are you this evening? Hey, Brian, I'm doing fantastic. How's your night going? Um, good, good. Um, just finished a pretty harrowing documentary on Netflix. Don't recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, just a warning that uh, it's it's about the Mormon fundamentalist church. There's some pretty explicit things in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe well, maybe so- just be ready if you're going to watch it. But anyway, oh, hey, uh, let's talk about just, things just that are a, not that. Just, just a warning to all you guys, but um, you know, Thomas, I'll tell you what I have. Uh, I've been feeling kind of old lately. I've been feeling kind of like an old man. Um, so let me tell you about what happened over the weekend. Um, I slept wrong, or sat wrong, <laughs> or uh, lifted something <laughs> wrong, or something uh you know I'm, I'm an old man i'm i'm not in the uh to say i'm not in the best shape in the world would uh would not be too far of a stretch no there spring chicken um and so i was uh i was having a back problem like just some pain in my like my lower back and let me tell you as a 34 uh, year old man um you know how embarrassing it is to say Oh, sorry. Can't help you with that. Cause my back is really killing me. Um, <laughs> that reminds me of Eugene Levy and Schitt's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> when he can't be the Paul bear, like, Oh, oh sitting down all uh, discomforted. <laughs> and then more sings Danny boy at the Danny boy. Well, that was great. The pipes, the pipes are coming. And so, yeah, it was like lower back pain. And like every time I'd move, it would like shoot down my hip and down oh. my knee. And it was like, you got the I, icy hot. I, I actually got the icy hot uh, patch. I was rocking the Shaquille, oh, like O'Neal, Shaquille uh, O'Neal, the Shaq icy hot patch. I used to cool the pain, hot to relax and away. And uh, I'm sure I smelled fantastic. <laughs> You smell like you had a pocket full of Werther's original. That's what you, <laughs> you smelled like, huh? or, or like a, a pack of Newports or something. Oh. <laughs> that like menthol. So you're going menthol. for a Gainesville old man. That's what you're doing. <laughs> well, you know. And so, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was Lincoln a, Continental lime green. It was a harrowing experience. It, it's tough. Uh, it's tough getting older, man. Tell me about it. Now I. Knock on wood. I've been fortunate enough that I haven't gone through too much of the, like, there are some days I wake up and I'm like, oh, that's, I didn't do anything to feel that. Um, Amy, <laughs> she is somebody who like, I, I like look at her the wrong way and she feels some pain somewhere, whether it's her ankle, her back, her shoulder. So no, that's, um, that's, that's real. This is, if you're listening to this and you're on the you know, the right age of, of 30. Um, and you're like, Oh, everything is great. Everything's, you know, fine. I just wait, it's coming. I know this if, is for your you, if you're listening, Gianna in about 20 years, but for everybody else, who's kind of closer <laughs> to that time frame, it's, um, it just, it is pain. And if it's not physical pain, it's emotional pain. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I just thought, thought you guys would appreciate, uh, Hearing it when I got out of bed uh, yesterday morning, my body sounded like a bowl of Rice Krispies. 
Snap, crackle and pop just oh. like uh yeah it's it's tough getting old but you know what hey man it's better than the alternative it is another day on the other side of, on the right side of the dirt right um you're talking about feeling well, i i do have a story to share too this is not about pain but this is about kind of oldness you shared about having your nephew over and how it was pretty much like being a parent um for a weekend uh one thing that's hard to instill in your kids is not saying adult words, not saying adult <laughs> words. So Amy and myself, what, we did not, Jam- what did Jameson say? We are not perfect parents <laughs> by any means. And uh, kids are sponges. If you don't have a child, they just soak in everything. And then when you squeeze a little bit, when you anger them a little bit, that stuff just kind of shoots out. Um, so uh, our pal Jameson, he's been having problems with the F word lately. And it's that's the F uh, dash 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 word that Ralphie said in a Christmas story. So he's been saying it. Luckily, just at home, my in-laws came over. He didn't say it then. Um, but there are certain things in this house that are automatic timeouts. So he goes into the corner, sits in a sits in a chair, faces the corner, and sits there and you know cries or is pretty much fine most of the time uh, for four minutes hitting somebody maliciously if you're joking around you actually hit somebody whatever you're like hey apologize move on uh other stuff will warn you hey if you do that again if you don't listen we're going to put you in timeout Uh, hitting somebody maliciously though is automatic timeout we've added the f dash 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 word i'm trying to avoid the e on this episode um which i probably won't be able to that's an automatic okay you're going to timeout so some days like i've just heard it loudly and I'm like, okay, I'm at work. And I'm like, okay, I'll be right back, everybody. I go and I put him in timeout or my wife puts him in timeout. One day he was getting changed and he whispered it in front of my wife. He just whispered, fuck. And she was like, what did you say? And then he went, he went straight to timeout. And most of the time when he does it, we're not, you know, we're not laughing like you are, Brian. We're not <laughs> laughing like you were. We're usually pretty annoyed. Tonight, I had one of those moments where I, I couldn't hold it. And he went. To, he was on his way to timeout for something else. Now it makes it sound like he's always in timeout. He's a four-year-old boy. He's extremely ornery. Um, he's he's four. What can I say? He was going to timeout because he called my wife a stupid butt, and we had warned him. We had warned him, hey, if you call us stupid or if you call somebody stupid again, because he had had a rash of like uh, a a series of these tonight where he's been calling people stupid and something else. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting the chair. You're going to timeout. And he's just like, no, no, you fuck butt. (laughs) And I, (laughs) it was one of those things where like, we have a pillar in the house. I'm in the kitchen and there's like a support pillar in our kitchen that like we have like an open living room, kitchen, dining room and stuff. And I'm like, I take a step to the side because like I need to be between him and the pillar because I cannot hold in the laughing because you can't put him in timeout when you're laughing. Because yeah. when he laugh, when we laugh, he's like, oh, I did something really funny. So he wants to laugh. So I, I luckily hit it. My wife hit it too. She was behind him and she she couldn't hold it back, but she was silently laughing as we put him in timeout. And then we both went into the kitchen and just silently like died. We were just like, oh my gosh, that is hilarious. That we're uh, with all the talk about feeling old and stuff. And we definitely do feel that. But that was one of those moments where it was like, 
we can still laugh at something really childish like our kid he can't know that we ever laughed <laughs> but <laughs> not least until he's much much older and when he gets older we'll be like hey one time you called your father the fuck but <sighs> so <laughs> different strokes for different folks um that's not why anybody came here, but you're here. Let's go ahead and get it to tonight's episode. Welcome, boys and girls, to Prime Me. We're a podcast where we talk about soccer and other things, other podcasty things. Welcome back to our show, episode 97. Can you believe it? we're almost there? We're almost to the uh 100 episode mark and my gosh and i'm sure my you're gosh. all asking yourself one question why why 100 episodes too many but that's okay we're here tonight to keep going in the anthology that is bam and uh, we're really excited about tonight's show because we have someone who is extremely funny extremely talented and someone who loves sports which is right up our alley and anytime we bring on a really cool guest it, for like a smidgen it makes us look good but um also then it makes us look bad but that's okay we still we still keep doing it so we have m woods in the show aka whoa so casual most people have seen her stuff on tiktok at em woods does a lot of soccer WNBA peeps um all sorts of different topics topics about just life and really hilarious stuff saw her stuff on tiktok a week ago for the first time we're not as active on tiktok as we are on twitter um but once i saw it i was like we have to we have to have her on the show like she has to be on the show so she's on tonight and the interview we already recorded it will not disappoint Mm -mm. what do you think about the interview brian interview was a lot of fun no she was uh she's great the the tiktok stuff is great but i think her personality really came through on the show too like you can see why she's been so successful with the tiktoks because she's a lot of fun just when she's not quote unquote on right on tiktok too just kind of hanging out talking yeah i talked a lot about on some pretty some pretty funny things within her own life like um, a lot of fun in regards to fake mustaches and also the way that she described her mom was just yeah i'm not going to ruin it but it just like it was amazing so you're really going to enjoy that we're not going to take up too much time before we get to that interview either but we do want to cover a couple things with you we're going to like a little mini rundown instead of full segments we're going to talk about some stuff that happened before we get into this great interview. So first, Chicago. Last week, if you listened, we had Robbie Rogers on for record six times, six times, six times, six times on Brian and me. And we were previewing Gina Lewandowski's farewell match after 15 years of professional career. She ended up starting the match, and I think she wished she was substituted in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty ugly. Uh, got Chicago went up 2-0 without Mal Pugh. Um, without, you know, uh, Kayla Watts been injured all season, no Tierna Davidson, no Alyssa Nair. Uh, you have a lot of people out and Chicago just balled out, ended up winning three zero. Bright. What did you think about, uh, Gina's fare thee well in Gotham's and Chicago's performance? Um, 
I wish I had been more aggressive on my uh, scoreline. <laughs> Prediction. Um, we both said Chicago was going to win, though. We did. We did. I, yeah. I, I, you know, had room to be more aggressive, and I didn't take it. But uh, no, it's um, it was a good match. Obviously, like Chicago showed that they're clearly the better team mm-hmm. um, on the pitch. Even like you said, without um, some of the players that yeah that miss. It was cool seeing uh, Sarah Lubert get on the board. She was like that. Awesome. Like she, she balled out in that game, man. She, it might she be had, Rory's fault, but man, last year, year before, like it was easy to like lose her yeah. in everything. But this year, like ever since coming back from Club America, she, she was fantastic against Gotham. She was great. Yeah. Yeah. She really, really, uh, you know, had, with the players that you mentioned that have played like Mal, she really stepped up. I think really took over, kind of took over that game. Um, but yeah, no, I, it was, it was a, it was a good effort defensively, like good effort. Mm-hmm. I, there really weren't a ton of chances for, for Gotham that I can really recall. Not too many like real concrete, great chances. So overall, man, it was a, it was a dominating victory. I know, we got to taste that sweet taste of first place in the league for a brief Oof. period of time before uh, San Diego jumped right back up there. But, you know, second place given, uh, you know, we've, we've the things we've talked about um, that these players, this, this organization, these players um, have gone through and the number of people that have been missing and number of key, um, you know, league, best type players like women's national team type player caliber players that this team is missing right now um a lot of people have really stepped up and and really yeah. up to their game and it's it's really this team has been fun to watch like it's been fun to watch this team like i think really exceed their exceed what we thought they were going to be this year given again the amount of people that you know they're not having on the team right now on the pitch so it was uh it was a lot of fun. It it did my heart good to see uh see us send uh send Gina out with you know all all respect to her. Like she's she's always been a very sure. good player, very classy no. player, good person, you know, but we have that little little bit of banter with Robbie. So it was uh it was fun getting to see the getting to see some of the banter back and forth, seeing some of his reaction to the game. Um that, and that it takes a team good. effort to lose three zero. It takes a whole team effort to lose sure zero. So it was not Gina. I thought she had a pretty good game. I don't even remember if any of the goals were like directly from it. She didn't make any like big mistakes or anything. Talk about the hurricane a little bit on the show you hear later, but uh, Tatum Malazzo had a really awesome move that created the first goal where yeah. uh, then the pass that she sent in Ella Stevens had like the slightest tap. But just Ellis even standing there, she drew in four defenders. The slightest tap went over to that was Lubert on the first goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Lubert went in and scored that one. That was it was so great. And then Vanessa Di Bernardo kind of mixing in the experience with the youth. Di Bernardo, the captain, got one. Um, it, it was it was a good time. Stevens got a goal then in the second half. It was it, it was a lot of fun. And I think uh you can see them having fun on the field. You talk about those expectations too. Uh, Tatum Malazzo was on Women's Sports Matter with G, uh, Gianna Belcastro, and uh, Tatum even said their own expectations. They weren't sure going into the season because Casey's out, Killy is out, Tierna gets injured, she's out. They lose people in the offseason. They're even like, oh, we have a new coach coming in. 
I, I think you can tell these players are playing with a freedom mm-hmm. that they did not have before. They yeah. did not have before. Uh, everyone came in. Other pl- now, not maybe with on even keel with some other players like Danny Colaprigo is still one of your best midfielders. Mogatro is really good. Um, like U.S. Women's National Team, she should be out there. If she's healthy, good. You still have veterans who are going to be playing because they've earned it and they're really good. But there are so many spots open on the field, and these players are fighting for it, and they're getting these starting positions, and they're just doing the best with it they're making the most of it yeah it's this is i think you can say that like not that the, there have been previous teams that were maybe not fun to watch because it's probably a bit too much mm-hmm. but i think there's something to be said for having low expectations and this team really seems like they're having fun whereas i yeah. don't think a lot of the team a lot of the teams that we've watched prior um, it felt very like they were going through their, their business. Like, this is what we do. This is our business. Yeah. And I think that stemmed from obviously the, the atmosphere and the type of coach that Rory was. Um, this team looks like they're having fun. Like, they look yeah. like they're having fun out there. They seem like they're playing for each other. Um, they seem really excited for each other when, uh, when someone has a success um, or when someone makes a mistake, you don't see them getting upset with each other you don't see them yelling and screaming at each other you see them getting screamed at (laughs) yeah you you see them kind of brushing it off and telling each other it's okay and hey it's all right let's let's get back up and make the next play like it it it's a fun it's a fun team like i just i keep saying that but it's a fun team to watch right now yeah for sure um so that's that was good playing really well and they're also doing that now without olympians they're like mal Pugh didn't play right. Alyssa Nair didn't player uh play excuse me bianca st george summer st george she wasn't there because she got called up what what she got called mm. up to the canucks um they're playing here in about oh, 30 yeah. minutes against uh oh yeah oh yeah real good they're playing who are they playing tonight who's canada playing in the concaf w i was just wa- i just had panama up uh, panama costa rica Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. Oh my gosh, two teams. Um, we're gonna see how they do eleven against twenty-two. But uh, yeah, I uh, watching the Chicago team this year is uh, probably more fun because this almost has the feel of learning a team for the first time. You know, when you yeah. pick a team and you're learning all these players, there are so many players that I like you know some of the back like emily boyd we knew emily boyd she's been with the team for a while and sarah lubert i mean she went on alone but she didn't play a ton like you know some of the names but then there's so many rookies there's so many new players that are coming in that it's like you're learning a brand new team and it's really yeah it adds another dimension and then plus whenever you're winning it's not the worst thing in the world no it's it's winning cures a lot of things and yeah it <laughs> sure uh, does yeah it's been a lot of the same reasons we're saying that it's fun could also be excuses why they're at the bottom of the table right, but they're not exactly. so so we'll take we take this is what we can get this is um let's talk about one more thing before we go crew uh, they were zero zero draw against Philadelphia. It was a very exciting draw, uh, by the way. I don't know if you saw any banter's about it, but uh, Kayla Porter in the postmas press conference first question was not about what he went into, but he went. His post match was referees. The referees screwed us yeah. over. He's like, I'm surprised. Like, I won't be surprised if there's some kind of fine that comes up. But uh, Philadelphia had 23 fouls and two yellow cards. 
um, crew had eight fouls and five yellow cards. Come on now. They disallowed a goal on VAR. When I watched it, I kind of thought that the disallow, once I saw a replay, I was like, oh, okay, well, he was in an offside position. He it wasn't part of the goal. And by the way, the goalkeeper probably wasn't going to stop this, but you just standing close to the goalkeeper, a player who's not involved in the play, standing by the goalkeeper, I feel like that takes some attention away and it does distract the keeper. Um, but Caleb didn't agree, and he's a coach, so... I mean, he he has seen more soccer than I have, yeah, than I will I, ever see in my life. But it reminds me of the NHL like goalie interference overturn, yeah, like, yeah, more than offside. Like it reminds me of that, like that goalie interference kind of, yeah, uh, calling from the NHL, which yeah, I don't see very often. Like because because ultimately they overturned it because they said he interfered with the keeper, right? Like he blocked the. He yeah. blocked the keeper's field of it as opposed to like a true offside where they said this player was off. They, yeah. they, I think overturned it because they said he blocked the keeper's field of vision or something, which right. I didn't know was against the rules, but apparently it is. If so. you, if you impact a play from an offside position, if you impact the goalkeeper's movements, like if somebody's offsides and you pass to somebody who's like next to them. The goalkeeper is not going to run immediately to where the ball is because there's another player there who could get the ball. So sure. they're kind of, uh, and Caleb, his rationale for it was that the goalkeeper didn't even complain. He said, if the goalkeeper, if you saw the goalkeeper run into the ref saying, oh, this guy's in my, because like, you're going to have players complain. Nobody on yeah. Philadelphia complained. Everyone was like, yeah, okay, well, they're up one to zero now. And, nobody complained that the goal felt good watching it live, but it just goes to show you that you're not allowed to celebrate goals anymore in soccer. If there's VAR involved, because it could be stolen from you or you could be spiked down the side of your body. Like Kelly O'Hara was and a red card go down to a yellow. Um, (laughs) Just remove VAR. Just get rid of it. It's garbage. I mean, there's some, there are values to it, but the plays like this are just, Zero redeeming yeah. qualities. I'm a I'm a I'm a VAR absolutist. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So you're completely get rid of it. Completely get rid of it. It's garbage. I'm I'm actually in favor of getting rid of replay in most sports. Hmm. Let it. Or with so much money on the well, even then, money on the line, you're still getting messed up. If VAR fixes it, you know. I I or I think you very strongly cut it down. Hmm. I think I think college football is the closest to having it right, and even they, they it takes way too long. Like it seriously halts the, the flow of the game, which with soccer in particular is the best thing about soccer is the flow right. of the game. Yeah. Um, if it takes more than I say, you set a timer to it. If it takes more than thirty seconds, like this is not the Zapruder film. For, for those of you that don't know what the Zapruder film is, it's the Kennedy assassination. But mm. we do not need to be like taking, like if you've got to do that much to it, then it's it's not clear and obvious and be done with it. Right. Like if you, if, you, if you can't watch it for 30 seconds and it's not clear and obvious that it needs to be overturned, keep the call on the field and keep moving. I can see that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like, because it just, there's no sense in taking 15 minutes to yeah it just it, it takes away a lot of the fun of it because yeah. you like people say oh i can't even celebrate touchdowns now until it gets good for i i get that but you get a lot of touchdowns in most games you get a lot of them in soccer 
this game was zero zero draw. This was the difference. Like this could have been it. Like this could have been the lone goal you had. And it just it, it takes people out of the match. It just frustrates people. It takes the players out of the match. Um, yeah, Caleb was pretty upset about it. Everybody who we interviewed after the match was also upset about it because I think you definitely there's an element of controlling the narrative that coaches do. Um and even now before press conferences, we're like, okay, what's Caleb going to say tonight? And we were not, we did not think he was going to go into refereeing. Cause that's the first time I've seen him like go after refereeing. Yeah. I've even asked him questions before. Like, Oh, what about that call? And he's like, I'm not going to get like one time I was like, I'm not trying to get you fine, but what did you think about this call? And he was like, Oh, that's not the reason. There's the reason that we lost tonight. It was, yeah, this that, is it. Now that you say that, <laughs> that's true. That's normally not his shtick. He's normally not like a, blame because there are there are coaches that absolutely do that right that's not usually his like well the referees really screwed us over tonight kind of thing that's not really his thing so yeah yeah um anyway it's now cucho world he's going to be available in the next match on saturday in chicago um last question before we get m woods on here and we get our woso casual interview for all of your ears to listen to cucho hernandez what do you think happens this weekend? Throw your prediction out. What do you, is he going to start? Is he going to play? Is he going to score? What's going to happen? Starts, gets a brace. We're going. We're, we're going Ooh, big. We're hot going. Dog. We're going big. Oh. He starts and gets a brace. We're going two goals over in over in the the fantastic city of Bridgeview, Illinois. <laughs> well, this will be at Soldier Field. They did actually move to Soldier oh, Field. Oh, did they move we'll it to Soldier that. Field? They're we'll not, they're not a bridge. Well, when you bring they'll be able to lose in Chicago proper. When you bring in a Premier League player, uh, you know you got you got to make him play at the uh, the Big Boy Stadium. Zidane Shakiri, the Power Cube. Yeah, when you bring in Shakiri like Fire did, you got to play in a big venue. Um, but yeah, I think Cucho. I think he's if you're healthy, Caleb's not waiting to start Cucho. No. Like he started Steven Marrero without any minutes in the Campiones Cup last year. He's like, if I have a good player and he's healthy, get on out there. I want that player out there as much as possible. Especially I mean, like as a striker. He's a forward. Exactly. He's a striker. Get, get your butt out there. Put the ball in the back of the net. You're not going to play anything tactically. You know, you're not going to try to do trigonometry out there. <laughs> hey, you get the ball, shoot the ball, get in the back of the net. That's what he wants I mean, him to do. And most importantly, he has a neck tattoo. That's all it's about, man. I think he scored. I think he'll score a goal. I, I think with all the talk about Christian, uh, not, I always say Christian Bale. I'm getting in trouble when he's time. Gareth Bale coming to the MLS. Um, MLS stopped talking about Cucho like as soon as Bale was announced. Everything is Gareth Bale, Gareth Bale, Gareth Bale. I think Cucho. He he's he told Porter on the phone, "I want to be like, I want to be the the face of the league. I want to lead the league in goals scored." I think he's a little more motivated now with Gareth Bale here. Um, so I think he scores a goal. My question about Gareth Bale is where does LAFC rank uh, when it comes to Wales and golf? I think golf, they probably they have to have some good golf spots. I don't think it's warm, cold enough in the water for Wales. Um, well, if you, Northern, you get Wales up in like Seattle and stuff, right? That was his, because oh, you don't remember that whole thing, like Wales golf. Oh, on the flag. He had the flag that said Wales, Wales Golf. Wales Golf, Real Madrid, in that order. <sighs> yeah. Um, good for him internationally. I'm sure there's plenty of golfing to do in, in Los Angeles. And he's in the U.S.'s bracket this year, so he's going to get uh, some practice against U.S. players. Hey, there you go. Man. Um, 
And anyway, let's quit talking about this soccer. Let's get into the actual reason why you might even be here for the first time. If you're here for the first time, um, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Um, you'll never be back, but that's okay. Listen to this great interview uh, with the Woe So Casual, aka at M Woods on TikTok for all the hilarious videos and the story behind it and all that fun stuff. So away we go. We're really excited about the next part of our show. We always like when we have friends and guests on the show, except for Robbie Rogers. We're really pumped though tonight because we have um, a really special guest because we, we kind of know what it's like a little bit to create things and share them for the world. Um, although our world is much smaller than our guests, we have um, a pretty, uh, pretty big deal. We have M Woods here, also known oh as gosh. the um, woman soccer casual on yeah. the Twitters, but you're probably going to um, notice more from videos that she has made on yeah. TikToks. So, um, welcome to the show how are you doing this thank evening? you i'm great yeah i i didn't leave my house today so that's always awesome hey and yeah. yeah after a busy fourth of july it's good to stay in a day i think i'm like i'm so fourth of july on a monday really messed my head up yeah like it really i thought like the whole weekend i was like what what day is it? Like you wake up, like, what am I supposed to do today? Is there like, is this Sunday? Is the church even open today? Like, I had no idea what was happening over the weekend. Brian, you were feeling I thought today was Thursday. I woke up. I was like, (laughs) it's definitely Thursday today. It was not. Yeah. I had, I had no idea what day it was. Like we'd go outside and it's so hot here. Like it's insanely hot here. So it's like, We'd go outside, melt for a few minutes, and it's like, okay, you want to get back in the house and like watch TV or something because it's it's too hot, or it was raining the whole weekend yeah. here in Charlotte. Oh, no. So, so yeah, we didn't go do fireworks, but you know that's all good. Um, I would so, love that. I hate fireworks. Like I like watching them. I hate crowds going out to them. I hate like when young kids are sleeping and fireworks are going off because I'm just I'm yelling at the fireworks like it's my kid I'm like if you even wake up I'm gonna be so angry at you um yes yeah I hate when I'm trying to sleep and there's fireworks like people were shooting off fireworks at like I mean I, oh, I get I it I'm, I'm I'm close to like downtown Charlotte so like there's there's people shooting off fireworks at like 10 o'clock last night I'm like guys I have got to be at work the next morning what the heck mm-hmm. are you doing on a restroom break one night and this is not even part of the interview um it was 2 a.m. I went up, uh, I woke up and used the restroom and there were fireworks going off my neighborhood. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Apparently and, the law changed in Ohio that like now everybody mm. can have them and it's insane. Well, it used to be you couldn't have them, but it was never enforced, never yeah. enforced. And then they changed the law like, OK, go ahead. And um, people are happy about that. But not the, I just hate this is the worst weekend of the year. Um, by far wow. for me anyway strong feelings. we hate independence at Brighton. me <laughs> <laughs> thomas hates america you heard it here first folks oh no <laughs> all right so we'll start off with kind of the question that we always start off with and we, we kind of want to know your you know kind of your origin story with the sport so like i'm a total comic book nerd so i use this example every time but like spider-man like radioactive spider 
Batman, you know, parents killed in front of him, that kind of thing. So like what got you started uh, specifically with soccer? And I know you do a lot of basketball content as well. Like what got you into those two sports? Hmm. Uh, well, I was listening to a podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard of Fortune Feimster. She's a comedian. I saw her I'm down in Cincinnati fan, yeah. uh, oh, you're earlier kidding. this year. I saw That's her so in Cleveland in October. That's awesome. And um, she, you know, have you ever listened to her podcast? It's called Sincerely Fortune. I've listened a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really, you know, she'll do interviews. She'll just talk with her wife. And um, she had another comic on. Her name is Aaron Foley. And Aaron used to have a podcast called Sports Without Balls. I don't think she does that anymore, but they were just talking about how much they love sports. And I was like in the middle of a COVID mental breakdown, you know, cause we were in the house. I'm trying to keep, you know, five kids safe. My husband has asthma. And so I was freaking out and I was out in the garden weeding, listening to this podcast. And they were talking about how much they have sports. And I was like, I love sports. I need a hobby. And so I like looked up the NWSL schedule and I picked a team. Like I knew of Julie Ertz. So I was like, the red stars are my team now. And that was it. I fell that's in love awesome. with it from there. Yeah. Wow. That's great. And then is that kind of like the same thing with the WNBA? Yeah. Well, I picked this guy, my sister lived in Chicago at the time and I was like, Candace Parker plays there. I'm going to mm. do this. Like I've got my sky shirt on my homage sky shirt on today. Um, I've got my homage WNBA, yes, I that. the Rob Lode NFL hat of t-shirts where I'm just like, go basketball. I did have yes. my Columbus Clippers uh, homage shirt on as well, but oh, I changed shirts. So. Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, it's a Charlotte uh, Hornets shirt. And I watched the finals last year. Like, I watched some games last year, but I watched the finals last year and I like, mm. oh my gosh, I loved it. And of course they had this amazing commercial on that was like, women, you need to coach these young girls. And so I signed up to be my daughter's basketball coach and I coached first graders this season and it was amazing. I loved it. And, um, yeah, so I got to go to my first WNBA game in Indiana a couple weeks ago. So it's the fever versus the sky and it was a good time. I'm excited. I gotta ask what was, was coaching, uh, first graders in basketball. Was that like, by like herding cats or. (laughs) it's Mm. (laughs) yeah it's better you can see at that age some girls they just they have it you know they're just like I love this I love it I love running and the competition and some girls are like I want to talk with my friend and that's fine you know like not everybody's gonna be a Courtney Vandersloot you know Mm. and but it's like to see some of the girls be like oh my gosh I think this is my thing is it's really fun yeah that's yeah, fantastic. I I, yeah. uh, I I don't have any kids, but I went to my ne- back last time I was in Florida. It just makes me think of going to my nephew's baseball game. He's like seven. He's eight. Mm. He just turned eight. And uh, watching like eight year olds play baseball, it was like one yeah. kid's like standing in the outfield, like looking at butterflies, <laughs> and one yeah. kid's like kicking designs in the dirt on the infield. And if if there was any contact with the ball. Um, if they had to throw it to a base, you were guaranteed it was going to be at least a double because there was no way they were completing <laughs> that throw to first base. Yes. So, and like, yeah, with somebody sitting down on the field, that's always something that happens. Somebody's in oh, the yeah. dirt digging. Mm. So I yeah. can't imagine actually coaching that because I was getting like anxiety just watching it. Kids sports is hilarious, but also like for the coach, you're like, you never, it's the same thing with trying to teach 
somebody how to read, you have to be like, how do I tell somebody the concept of reading? It's like, how do I tell somebody the concept of this sport when they don't even know what dribbling is, you know? So starting from the very beginning, it's really hard, but it was a lot of fun. I really liked it. That's great. I I did that for soccer for my kids when they were younger. And it's at that age, it's just about letting them have fun because they're not going to stick with it if they don't have any fun. So make it, I was, I was coaching U five, you feel like U six or U five. And I was just like, Hey, here's a cone, kick the ball around. Then we're going to shoot in the net. We're going to pass it back. I would, I would bring like a mini soccer ball and I'm like, Hey, get the ball away from me. And I would just dribble around and they would try to take it from me. And it was just once the game started, like, Hey, that's your goal. And that's their goal. Go get it. (laughs) Have fun. Go get it. And other coaches, they were, I don't know if you had any experiences with other coaches, but um, the other team we were playing one weekend. Okay. It's like, okay, you're going to be the forward. Okay. You're going to be the midfield. You're this diamond formation. And in my head, I'm like, most of these kids might not even know what a diamond shape is. Like, why are you doing this? Like they're just there to get to snack time. Get, that's yes. what a friend told me before I started coaching. Cause I had no experience either. Like I did not grow up with soccer, yeah. not a part of my vocabulary. And he was like, get them to orange slices. That's right. Get them to orange slices, and then when they like get the older, sons. right? Yeah. You you hopefully you grow that love for the kids and those kids that are automatically natural. I had like the LeBron James of soccer on my team. It was because she kidding. was faster than everybody. She she could shoot. She stole the ball from kids. She never wanted to sit out. She never wanted to sit down on the sideline. She was amazing. But those kids stick out, and then once they get yeah. older, they go from that to hey tactics i gotta learn tactics at some point so it's just i I think coaching kids at that young age is so much fun and so important too because since then i've seen my kids get coached by other people and i'm like oh i wouldn't have done that i wouldn't wouldn't have done that but neither here nor there that's awesome that you did that to just dive right in oh it was i'm really glad i did i'm gonna do it again but i'm i'm excited it was a good time that's great that's great. Um, okay, so we're going to talk uh, how you got into sports, and it was a pandemic, and you need some um, kind of time away. Uh, how did it get from, okay, I like sports. I'm going to watch matches because I know mm-hmm. these players, and I'm going to support. I'm going to coach it, to Now I'm going to make videos about not just sports. You make videos about a ton of stuff, but yeah. there's an underlying theme of a lot of them of sports. You talk about like the trip to Indiana. That's a TikTok mm-hmm. video. You talk about uh, supporting yeah. the sky. Like that's a video. Mm-hmm. Also, how did you get started? And then, um, what's kind of your process for coming up with ideas and everything? Mm. Um, I went to the NWSL championship last year so did in I. Louisville. I we drove the ten hours down and drove it right back. It was wild, but I had like the most amazing experience. Like, awesome. did, were you there as media or were you there just as a fan? No, I was there. I was there as a fan. We were in the, uh, under the scoreboard in the Chicago. And so we were right down there. So I was probably, we were like front row in front of the Chicago owner's boxes. So we were probably like really close. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, sitting there that close to the field, right next to these stars that I had like idolized. And like Ashlyn Harris walked right by me and said hello to my face to me, and wow. I I was like, what is happening? Like the I paid a hundred, <laughs> I paid a hundred dollars 
for this seat. And I am like right here with some of the most famous soccer players in the world. This is insane. It sounds and, like you didn't bring your kids, right? Oh, no. Okay. No, no, no. It sounds like you had fun. Okay. Continue. Yeah, exactly. I would have never been able to watch the game. No. Um, but then I saw, I don't like, I love uh, Sandra Herrera a lot. Hmm. Like, yeah. um, and then Claire Watkins. I follow, you know, I do yeah. this outside trap. Um, I saw them walking across the field and I was like, you know, as media to cover the game, to cover the end of it. And I was like, I have to be a part of this. I have to, mm. like, I, I just desperately want to be a part of this community. That's and, um, you know, at that time I was like, should I just start writing? Should I, I don't know. So I started, started writing some pieces and like kind of what I'm after is the interaction. Like I want to be a part of the, the community and I'm not mm. really, I wasn't really getting it from the writing, you know, as much. So I started TikToks and I kind of just chasing what makes me happy and people are I like interacting with people about that so a lot of it is sports content and I'm hoping to do some more and um as far as where I get my ideas it's literally just like this would make me happy to do so I'm going to do it it's kind of what I'm chasing Mm. so that's just about that's just about perfect that's just about perfect (laughs) because if you're doing it for like mass appeal and getting you know everybody to like you and follow you and stuff like that it, you see how quickly people can quit doing that It'll stuff burn you it's out. Because, because that's the reason if i wrote because i thought everybody was reading it i would have quit a very very long time ago right yeah. it's tough yeah that's awesome that's awesome that you're doing it that way because um we, go ahead brian sorry i was gonna say we, we we've just always said about this pod like the minute this pod becomes a chore or a job or something that we mm-hmm. feel like we have to do or that, you know, we're going to stop because this is, this is fun. Like this is something we do. So yeah, like, and you can, I think you can tell when people are trying to do something because they want attention or because they want to grow or they want to make money or they want to do this, that, or the other, mm-hmm. or when somebody's doing it because cause they're having fun, they're enjoying mm-hmm. it. They're, they're being their kind of real, natural selves turned up a bit of course but like themselves they're being themselves authentic and i think i think you can tell that when you watch your stuff yeah i have a lot of fun i mean i'm, I'm a stay-at-home parent so like i get no adult interaction like mm. none especially mm. during the summer so like doing videos or doing anything kind of is just the i do it during nap time during the day when my little ones are down and i have like an hour two hours to do something creative and do something that isn't mom focused. Mm. So it's a little refreshing, a little refresher during the day so I can do the rest of it. That's fantastic. No, that's, that's, awesome. that's really cool. Um, so you've had some TikToks go, you know, pretty big. Um, a few hit a quarter million watches. Um, I can't believe, that's insane. I just can't believe that. <laughs> so can you explain posting a video like Peep Sommelier? Oh my gosh. And then you check the app and then it, like it's gone crazy everybody's talking about it. everybody's watching it like what goes through your head when you see something like that I don't I mean I almost didn't even make it it was late at night I don't know like my kids had been in bed it was like 10 o'clock at night and I had this obnoxious thought about being a peep sommelier and I almost didn't post it because I was like this is unhinged this is deranged (laughs) no people are gonna look at this and be like what is wrong with her? And 
I just threw it up there because I just threw it up because I had shot it and I don't even know. I, I don't even know what that is. It's so crazy that people even liked it. I don't know. I, I genuinely, and I, we joke around about this uh, stuff. Like I genuinely don't feel a lot of things. Like my sister jokes around that if I won the lottery, I'd be like, oh, cool. Like that, that's even, kind of my thing. Like yeah. as I'm watching, it's not even even keel. It's just like emotions are drained. So I'm watching this video and I, I, I get through and um, at the end, the last like two seconds is what made me just like, I out loud started laughing. I was like, what? like I've never had a video. I think that was when I messaged you. It might've been like right after I watched that one, I was like, okay, you need to come on the show because like that was, I'm not going to ruin the ending, but you need to go find Peeve Sommelier. Um, we'll share the link on our, yeah. on our Twitter and stuff. But that, that video was like, this is, it wasn't even no sports at all. It was no. just great. And I, I don't it, even like peeps. I don't know why I kept, but I kept no, going. I hate, I hate peeps, but it was. How whole, dare but... you? Peeps are, <laughs> they are the backbone of the country. They, they might foundationally be the background backbone of the country. They might be foundation. That's oh, why gosh, our in, that's, that's not why really our, good, is it? That's <laughs> why our infrastructure is all crumbling. It's oh, all made gosh. of peeps. Have you ever a stale peep can get very yeah crunchy? So I had a trainee. I trained people, and he was like, "I love old peeps, so I buy peeps, and then six months later, I eat them." Yes, you gotta be careful. You're There's like, an age limit to peeps, though. You gotta be careful. You're aging, aging peeps. So like you're aging peeps. Yeah. Some guy brought me a year old peep from his basement, and I was like, "Sure, I'll eat it." Very brave. And I immediately was sick. I was like, "We should not have eaten that. That was in, that was a bad idea." Oh my lord! Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Like, yeah, Is that after that. or before the video that you made? Oh, this was like two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. When I was a child doing, you know, <laughs> but like, what happens like when you, you log in the next day and you see like, Oh, I've only had, you know, 250,000 people watch this and like it broke through the algorithm and it finally, it got picked up in the wave. Like it. Yeah. Like, That's slow. I mean, it's kind of a slow burn. Like it happened over maybe a week, but like the next day it had, done more than I, I mean like 20,000 or something and I was like wow look at me go <laughs> and it yeah I told my husband I'm like it's kind of getting popular and he's like look at you he was proud of me and then yeah so it was exciting well you should it's know. it's a, I kind of thought like and then I noticed you were wearing the Fortune Feimster shirt in some of your videos yeah. that you've done because we went to the show I didn't buy any merch there which I should have because I regret it. I go to like I, when, every time I go to a concert, I buy a shirt. I should have bought. Mm-hmm. I should have bought a shirt. But um, I thought, oh, she's like she has some background in comedy. Like she has something like do you, or do you come from like a, a funny family or is it just um, I, or is it just matching the content that you want to get out? Or is it just it's so authentically you that it's just it's natural and it feels like relatable. What, what do you think it is that some of these videos get picked up? I have no idea. I mean, my dad's pretty, he's, he is like, you know, a King dad joker. He is not afraid to let a joke fly. So he's got a lot of audacity in that way. (laughs) But my mom's like whole goal in life is to not be perceived. Like she's nervous that I make content. 
Yeah. So she, she doesn't even want to be like acknowledged. Acknowledge. Don't look at her. Don't <laughs> know her name. You know. And so it's not from her, but yeah, it makes her nervous that I even would make anything like that. Yeah. I've never heard no. somebody. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. After no, you. Go, I mean, it's just I. I like creating. I think it's just so exciting to create. And like, that's kind of a rush that you can't replicate. (laughs) Like the feedback. I mean, it is kind of a feedback loop thing. Like, yeah, I create something that I love and some of my videos do better than others, but like, it does feel good when people interact with it. Yeah. we i mean we have a podcast so like yeah. i get it completely like yeah. people i love like you know a random person even if it's like we get a couple people every now and then that'll you know start arguments or something based on something we've said and even those are kind of funny yes. to me like it's like the idea that i said something that resonated with someone in some way either is like positive or negative or the fact that someone like it just it's a very strange feeling to me that like mm-hmm. someone took the time to listen to something I had to say and has a reaction to it in some way like it's just mm. it's strange but it's fun it is fun I think like I was listening to um this was on TikTok Melissa Ortiz she's she was a soccer player she's retired now she does content mm-hmm. I think she calls games too I'm not sure sounds familiar um but she was talking about like how to break into spaces like this is sometimes just starting to make content. You know, you just start doing it and then you are that thing. Like, I don't know, Thomas, how did you get into writing? Was that through school or? Um, This is, I've always kind of enjoyed a little bit. I was a senior in high school um, and I almost like I almost didn't graduate. I had a whole family thing and there was stuff happening yeah. in that time. And I remember being in the cafeteria and I had to finish. I had just fat passed my final exam and I just passed the class and stuff. And I had this assignment in my English class where I had to write a, a, either a movie review or a CD review. Because back then CDs, you know, we listen to CDs. Yeah. Uh, I had to write a review of something and I did one. And I was actually really excited to do it. I was excited to write this article. But I turned it in so late because I was such like a, eh, forget it. I just, I, I turned it in. She's like, you need to turn in to get something. And I got 50% on it because she was knocking half the grade off. So she's like, you would have gotten 100% if you would have just turned this in on time. Like yeah. your writing was fantastic. And I remember this at like 18, she told me, she complimented something. And it was like, oh, wow, that's really nice. And then over the years I had done like some personal like blogging. I When I used to run a lot, I wrote about it because I was like getting money for charity. So I would write posts about it. And they were mostly funny, stupid, funny, mm-hmm. kind of stupid humor things. Yeah. And one day I was at work and I've talked about this in the show maybe a little bit, but um, I work in the insurance world and I was walking around the office. This was God, like four years ago, maybe. And I'm, I get to work really early in the morning and I, for, I just have a panic attack. I just like, mm-hmm. I'm walking through the hall and I'm like, like my heart starts like racing out of my chest. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm like, I left work. I just got in my car and I left. And luckily I have a job where I was able to like, to do that. Nobody thought I'm like, is he okay? Like what's wrong with him? I just, I don't want to bug anybody. I just left. And I was like, I need to do something that I really enjoy. Cause this is not like, 
there's not fulfillment in this. So I started doing it because I, um, I wanted to write and I found, you know, there's the Columbus crew here in um, Mm -hmm. central Ohio. I was like, I'm going to start, I'm going to start writing just on my own. Kind of like you said, write on your own. I found some outlets that I could write on really small. Like I think it was at like an 18 year old kid had his own site. And I was like, I'll just write. Sure. I'll go and do it. Um, And then once got into um, this was 2020 because we, didn't get into NWSL until the last couple of years mm-hmm. ourselves. And this is where I was like, this is what, you know, I want to do. I want to write about sports that not everybody is writing about. Not because I thought, Oh, I'll be the only one doing it, but because everyone complains like, Oh, well, no one cares about that. No one cares about it. Cause no one's writing about it or no one's mm-hmm. covering it. So I just started, uh, I covered NWSL. I covered rugby, like women's rugby, I covered um, basketball. I got into the WNBA a little bit last season and then um, started writing for Ohio State women's basketball. And I just really enjoy telling people stories and trying not to tell the same stories everybody else is doing and mm-hmm. talk to people that maybe don't have their story told all the time. And that's just because I enjoy doing it. And if nobody, uh, I've gotten better at it. It was not always easy. I'm sure maybe you've <laughs> had the same feeling, but um, not being, you know, bummed out if not everybody is reading it or consuming it because that's what mm-hmm. content is now. It's just consumed. I try to get to the head of, okay, I wrote it. It's done. Move on to the next one and get into the next thing. So, yeah, it was kind of like you said and what you heard from uh, Michelle Ortiz was just, just do it, <laughs> just create it yeah. and it becomes what you want it to be. So that's a long form version of why I'm writing right now. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. Um, I write, I need to cut back. I need to cut back on my writing. On writing. I did. I did see your stats that it was uh, 1.2 article, 1.25 articles a day is insane. It's some days, some days are more than others, but I, I need to cut back. I need to cut back. It's a lot of writing. Well, it's, it's probably much easier than making uh, TikTok videos. I can't want, I can't put a camera in front of me and start talking. Like I just uh, like, this is stupid. What am I doing? And I just can't do it. I can't take like a selfie. If, unless my wife's in it or kids in it, I can't do it. I can't do it. So that what you do is, is, is difficult. (laughs) It's difficult. Um, And speaking of, you've done some pretty uh, great stuff recently. You did a game show. Uh, where you had two contestants, very different treatment. Um, also, you did a uh, the white people nonsense with the balsamic vinegar. Yeah, uh, that was another one that I liked. So, uh, two part questions: one, how many um, fake mustaches do you have? And then, second question: how far would you go for getting a laugh um, in a video? That bag of fake mustaches was the best $9 I ever spent. The best $9. I think it came with like, I think there's 50 of them in varying colors. Yeah. And I guard them because, you know, my kids are trying to steal them. Oh, for sure. So I guard them. them. They'll break them the second they touch them. Shred them and yeah, yeah, they're gone. Yeah. I, I have taught them that it's for work. You know, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm like, oh, no, no, this is for mommy's work. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I, yeah, I have a lot of fake mustaches and I'll probably order more too because it is so fun. It is. I'm, 
I don't, I, once I heard um, Melissa McCarthy being interviewed and she was like, you have no idea how fun it is to have like 50 wigs, just put on a wig and you're just like a different character. And I didn't get that until I bought the mustaches. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you guys both have beards. Don't, wouldn't you feel if you shaved them, you'd feel like a different person. Oh, or absolutely. No? We no, do, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely do. It's like, I feel much less professional when I have a beard and a mustache. I feel like. I've had I've had people tell me after I've shaved it at work like oh I really hated that mu- I'm I really hated that beard I'm glad you shaved it face? as if it wasn't me who had it like oh they even gosh. think I'm a different person when the beard is shaved yeah it's so different wow I, I actually get a lot of feedback in the opposite direction it's funny you're like keep the beard yeah what like people t- a lot of people are surprised when I like it's pretty much always I don't I've been f- completely clean shaven probably two or three times in the last probably 10 years and I that's mean, everywhere been... completely shaven everything, <laughs> Just... everything everywhere <laughs> Hairless. Um, so no it's uh it, it, it's funny because yeah it, i feel like a very different like i don't recognize myself when i've done it like even when mm. i've shaved my beard like super close or i still got like stubble even yeah. then i'll look in the mirror and i'll be like oh yeah okay never mind I can feel it's definitely a prop. I can feel because like I'm messing, yeah. I've probably messed with my beard a million times. Oh, so far. I, I, touch I mess my beard with it like all the time. Day. And it's like comedic because, you know, you can like shove it in your mouth. Yeah. Like, and my wife hates that, but um, it's, I can see the value in it. Yeah, for sure. So you, when you put these like fake mustaches on of all different yeah. colors, like you just feel like you can jump like, into character. I feel a thousand percent funnier. You're just funnier <laughs> when you have a fake mustache on and science. Yeah. Like I've never acted or anything. So it's kind of hard for like my face. If I'm not paying attention, doesn't move that much. Like my facial expressions aren't that expressive. And so I have to like really like pump it up to mm-hmm. be okay. any kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. And um, the mustaches help with me being a little bit more like a bigger personality mm-hmm. because naturally I probably wouldn't be, but I forget. Uh, was there another second part of the question? I'm sorry. Well, no, we'll get to that. Uh, you, you, okay. did, your, did your dad have a mustache? He did. Uh, he did for a long time. He just shaved it. He like through my whole childhood. He did. He saved it when I was in college. And did that rock your world? You were like, what yeah. did you do? Yeah. Cause he also doesn't have a top lip. So it was very weird to see. <laughs> I, I don't either. That's why I keep yeah. a mustache. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. It was like, wow, there's really nothing there. Yeah. Well, into the second part of the question before that, like, so the puns, you can definitely tell like that. The uh, game show one was all about like, uh, that wasn't really puns, but it was more like puzzles. And then you've had a lot of puns, like the late night U.S. Women's National Team match. You threw yeah. some puns in there at the end. And then you have some that are a lot of puns, which I they speak to me. I enjoy them. How far would you go, though? This is the second one. How far would you go to get a laugh in a video? Because during that game show, you were you were submitting yourself to the elements. Was your husband doing that? Like, No, you- I was throwing them to myself. That's another thing. <laughs> I had to edit like I edit all of them right and I had to like throw them away from my body and catch them it was like I can't believe I did that that's ridiculous (laughs) I'm up here I'm a 31 year old woman putting on fake mustaches in her bedroom while her children sleep throwing eggs at herself like it is ridiculous so that's about as far as I'll go to get a laugh just covered in flour covered in egg 
pretending I had been maced in the face. Yeah. Have your have your kids seen the TikToks? Yes. I had to stop because they I have these episodes called Shower Snacks where I review mm-hmm. snacks that I eat in the shower. Right. And um my kindergarten when my kindergartner went in and told his teacher that mom fills films herself in the shower eating. <laughs> of course they did. Of course your kid did that. Because oh, I had do. to. I was like, no, 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 no. Oh. She she immediately told me that's what, and she's like, I don't believe him. But I I told him not to tell me stuff like that, and so I explained. I was like, you can look me up. I'm on TikTok, and so, yeah, that oh was embarrassing. Gosh. Yeah. Is so like I the, try and not show them as much anymore. The meme that was going around a long time ago with the kid where they drew a picture of their mom selling a, a snow shovel, but it looked like she yeah. was dancing on a stripper pole. Mm. That's almost exactly. It was very, mm. I, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> My mom films herself in the shower eating snacks is what he told her. I mean, that is great. hilarious. That's mm-hmm. the, the funny runs in the family. I think that kid's going to be a comedian. That kid's gonna oh be a comedian when they grow up. He that that or he told me today we were watching the Jamaica Mexico replay this morning. His favorite his favorite uh, player is Bunny Shaw, so maybe he'll well, be yeah. like Bunny Shaw and be a soccer player. That was a fun. I, I've I've before we get into the rapid fire, it's yeah. it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed watching the matches so far, and like the Euro start tomorrow, and then copa starts i think later this week there's a lot of like, I, I would i would love to watch the afcon but i don't have um bn sports so that's kind of a, a bummer what's but it on it's on bn plus like bn sports bn plus i don't yeah, know I don't have that either yeah to, but i need to start working from home more this week so i can watch some of the <laughs> um uh, but Jody Brown for Jamaica yesterday, she, oh, the Jody college player, like the winger on the right, like she was, she goes to FSU, Brian. She's a seminal. Oh, she, really? She was so damn fast. She was so good last night. Hey. Jamaica had so many chances that they would have potentially regretted, but they luckily won still. Um, they had so many chances and Jody Brown was just insane. I think she, like, she needs to get into the NWSL and get That's drafted it. because um, she's great. Correction, I, Thomas. That is defending national champion. Uh, oh, my Florida, God. Florida State she interrupted our uh, distinguished guest. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I watched the final. So Florida State, yes. Mm. Um, no, I watched Ordonez had one off the bar. Mm, yeah. She had one off the sidebar that I thought was for sure going in. And then I can't believe uh, – I don't know who it was. I don't know which player, but just – the penalty went flying uh, over the if they would have gotten that that would have been a good game that's all they talked about that's all they talked about was that penalty kick even yeah, like coming out one. yeah that was mm. tough that was tough but jordan angeli by the way member of the bam fam past guest on the show she amazing she called that match by herself like a boss because that's what jordan angeli is she's a pro she's a pro's pro like i just saw her in the press box sunday night and then she's down, you know, covering the match. She's doing it out of Florida. But I just talked to her like Sunday night at like midnight or 11 o'clock. And then she's she's doing them call the next night. She's just a, they fly the commentators. Now they, they're probably tired, exhausted. Probably because yeah. she'll be back in Columbus this week, I think, for another match. So she's good on them. Good on them. Well, yeah. um, 
Well, thank you for that extra question there. Well, there are a lot of extra questions. Like I said, we're just riffing. We're yeah. just riffing. Um, it's, it's jazz. Um, jazz. So we'll jump on into some rapid fire questions. These can be just as, as simple as you want. You don't have to go super in depth here. Um, which athlete has the best TikToks that you've seen? Oh, I, I really enjoy. So Vanessa Gill and um, Allie Riley have a joint TikTok called the Valley Girls. <laughs> They're hilarious. Love them. Okay. I mean, Trinity Rodman also amazing. You know, she has good ones because she has Ashley Sanchez on them sometimes. And she'll put up like U.S. Women's National Team content. That's silly. It's good. Yeah. She's good at everything she does, though. So yeah. no, sh- no shock there. No shock there. Uh, favorite TikTok you've done? Hmm. That I've done? Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Um, favorite TikTok I've done? Probably I told, I did one where I was creating my girl gang for the end of the world and like who was going to be on my team. And so probably that one, cause I got to like talk about some of my favorite people. So, okay. Yeah. I have to go back and find that one. I haven't yeah, seen that one. Yeah, you need to find that and see yeah. who's in the, uh, who's yeah, in the girl gang. Yeah, like fortunes in there. Um, you probably, I mean, you covered American rugby. So Alana Mars in there. Yeah. You remember her? Okay. Yeah. We interviewed She's, Naya Tapper on here before. Really? She's total badass. Yeah. Yeah, rugby, rugby people. This weekend they're back, by the way. Okay. If you like Premier Rugby Sevens, although that's on Fubo TV, and I don't have Fubo TV. Mm. I need to get back in. I need to watch some more rugby. Every time I watch rugby, I love it. Well, it's, sub, it's seven season, right? It's a summer, so it's time for sevens. Um, what's your, what's do you have a least favorite TikTok you've done? Um. Least favorite? I don't think so. I no, I don't think I have a least favorite because I think I do it just because it's like, oh, this is funny to me, and sure. so I kind of like them all. You know, they're like my yeah. kids; they're all my favorites. You know, <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, that goes back to your answer too. You do do because you like it, so you like them all. Um, or is a hot dog a sandwich or a taco? Oh, it's definitely not a taco. It's a sandwich. I'm sorry. Perfect. If you look at the way that you eat the <laughs> eat the hot dog, you eat a to- hot Obviously, dog. Like these a are taco. supposed to be rapid fire it's questions. Like, hey, Move okay. Danny and Kelia broke that mold, and they said they they didn't care, so we we ditched it with them. What, what were you guys? I'm sorry. Continue. If you cut the hot dog and put it on white sandwich bread, what is it? That's different. You've broken the structural integrity of the hot dog. But it's still a hot dog. Uh, no, I'm gonna have to say uh, it, it follows the the formula of a taco because you have the the tortilla, aka the bun, you have the protein, aka the hot dog, and then you have toppings. You can put cheese on it, you can put onions on it, just like you can put on a taco. I almost feel or, like that's offensive to tacos. Or like you could put that on a sandwich, though. Hot dogs are. Well, though tacos are much better than hot dogs, but yeah. every family's got that that cousin. Every family's got that hot dog of a cousin. <laughs> That's oh, pretty much yes. all my cousins. And um, if you and if you can't identify the hot dog cousin in your family, you're the hot dog. So, uh, who's who's your favorite? I think you may have already answered this, but who's your favorite WNBA player? 
Oh, it's. Can I pick more than one? Um, Go for it. Absolutely. Okay, so I really like Steph Dolson. I think she's hilarious. I don't know if you've ever. She's hilarious. <laughs> Courtney Vandersloot is having an amazing season. Mm. Um, yeah, and then yeah, probably Candace Parker. I just can't go wrong with Candace Parker. Go all Chicago adjacent. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. They are your team after all. Um, I'm an Atlanta Dream fan. Are you? Yeah. I'm I don't know anything fan. about the Dream this semester. Or semester this season. If I feels like a semester, the season's pretty quick. Um, yeah. While well, they're joining a campaign to bring back the Charlotte Sting. So, <laughs> can, well, can we gone. add? Can we add the Cleveland Rockers to that list? Please. Yeah. I need a team. If they announce like, I don't think this is going to happen. It would be great if it happened. If they announce Columbus to get like an NWSL or WNBA team, I'm quitting all my other writing and I'm just doing that. And I'm just doing that. I will, I, I will say it right now. If so, if NWSL, if you need one person to write about a team that comes here or WNBA, I, you know, I think I it's more likely mind. for NWSL than WNBA just because WNBA has not said Columbus. It's like Philadelphia, Oakland. Those are the big names going yeah. around. Like, Anyway. At Cincinnati, <clears throat> I'm worried that the NWSL is going to be no, – I'm worried. I know any expansion is good expansion, but Cincinnati is just a smidge too far for me, you know, it's too far. So <laughs> it wouldn't be like my team. But Columbus I could claim. Yeah. Plus then you have to go to Cincinnati and eat that Ugh. garbage chili nonsense. Uh, down on there. the spaghetti. Yeah. Ooh, yeah it's... Get out of here with that noise. Get out of here with that noise. Um, who's your favorite NWSL player? Oh man, this I really have trouble with this because you know I Julie know Julie hasn't played in like the, five years now at this point. It feels like who Julie hasn't played for like five years now I at this know. point. Yeah, she's yeah. Um, Midge Purse probably. Mm. Midge mm. is I okay. I think she's I mean besides Mal Pugh, she's probably one of the most exciting players to play. Like oh, yeah. her, I think Ashley Sanchez is really fun to watch. Mm. Mm. Um, I like Christy Mewis's like edge, you know, like when she almost got into a fight on the field the other day, I was like, yes, I love that. I am here for it. Get some, um, yeah. you know, I like basically all of OL Reign. Like I love Balser, Fishlock, mm. King, mm. Cook. They have they have a great squad. Rose is down there. Are you going to the women's cup? No, I'm I'm trying to. I was supposed to go to um, the Gotham Red Stars game, but flights are too expensive now. They were mm. like 200 bucks, and I was like, okay, but now they're like 500. Mm. I can't. Drive to so I'm really drive to Louisville. Yeah, because all rain's gonna be there. I know some good teams. Yeah, I um I'm angling to go to the championship wherever that is. Nice. So I'm really trying to. It's on the calendar. I'm really hoping it's not like in LA, although I think it might be. Yeah. That's you know, because got a feeling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so that's just going to be a long flight. I don't. Mm. But I really do want to go to the championship, no matter who's in it. It would be a good, good game. Totally. For sure. Oh, I, I think I, I bought into so championship tickets before I knew the Red Stars were in it, which was just a nice turn of events at the end. Of right. Who, who would have thought? No, 
Yeah, I when did they not, were, I did not think that. When they were playing Portland, I was, was my husband was watching with me. I'm like, they're not going to win. We just have to like accept <laughs> that we're going to like. I don't tell them I didn't believe in them, but like I had my doubts at that game, you know, because Portland was so mm. good. Yeah, Watt was hurt, and, so we're like, well, yeah, yeah, and that that they did it. That was crazy. Nuts. And then they. The, I think they, I mean, you were at the championship game, but they like played their heart out. You could mm-hmm. see that they were just gassed at the end. I was mm-hmm. very proud. Definitely. Tatum Malazzo, the hurricane. Oh my she gosh. She was uh, a revelation last year. That was awesome. In the championship game, she outran anybody on the field. She anybody. was flying around. Yeah. Anybody. Fearless. Fearless. If somebody is going to go toe to toe with Trinity Rodman, they got to be pretty tough. And she did it that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched her shut down. Um, um, Asher Rodriguez, yeah, yeah, like Amy Rodriguez, what was Amy, Amy Rodriguez, Amy? yeah, Amy. in yeah. uh, in North Carolina last year. Yeah, we she scored you know, on a she... PK, which is not Malazzo's fault, but uh, other than that, in the field of play, like, no, Malazzo didn't give a crap who she was. <laughs> Malazzo, she hasn't been in, she's relatively two years, this, three this years. Year, this is year two, year two. She yeah. tore her Chris. ACL in college in her senior year before she went into the draft. So she technically should have been in like three years ago, but she tore her ACL. Mm-hmm. So she, because on Women's Sports Matter, it's a show host by Gianna yeah. Castro. Mm-hmm. She just had an interview or they just had an interview with Tatum and Tatum was talking about how she missed an entire year and she didn't even know she was going to get a tryout. She was just working on her own. Like, I'm going to try to get a tryout with the Red Stars. And she happened to, you know, get one and make the team and, uh, it's kind of a uh, really cool story to come back from that. That's good. I also love Aaron Wright so much. Uh, it's good yes. to see her back on the back on the field mm-hmm. from injury. I'm excited what she's going to do. Played, she's been great. Yeah. She has been great. Yeah, she's a baller, badass. Uh, that was. Oh, it's your turn, Brian. Oh, is it? Sorry. Um, is there a player you would most want to make a TikTok with? Oh, man. I would want to review beer with Jess Fishlock. She's a huge fan of beer. And I would want to do like a hot wings style thing. Hot ones. Yeah. And you could just go back and forth. I'm sure she, yeah. Because I feel like every interview they talk about like, what are you drinking? She'll say what, what beer she likes. And you could do a whole review thing. And I think she'd be like, very cool. She just like exudes coolness, I think. So anyone yeah. listening to this, what we need to be doing is we need to be reaching out to <laughs> Jess Fishlock on all social media platforms and we need to make this happen. Yeah, oh, gosh. Cold ones. Cold ones. And then cold just... one. That that I mean, it could be about vampires, it could be about beer. You don't know. It's a surprise. Ice cold yeah. moves, yeah. I like it. She got that Welsh, uh that Welsh um kind of edge to her. I like it. Yeah, I like, I like it. Jess. Yeah. Um, final question: uh, Should Bryant and me make TikToks? Absolutely, mm. absolutely. You you say you don't want to be on camera, but you're on camera now. Look at you. This is audio. We're only going to use the audio. Yeah, but we'll post a it. screenshot that we've already taken uh, for the show because that's how well we market ourselves. We just screenshot the Zoom. Uh, we used to really market our show. We used to really try to make our show something. 
way back in like the the tens. I think the teens is when we kind of ditched it. Um, but yeah, which right? I don't know. Twitch. <laughs> don't talk about the awkward Twitch phase. I hate Twitch so much. It's so convoluted. I hate Twitch just from my NWSL experience with it. Oh, I yeah, feel yeah. like it's... it's just it makes me mad every time I get a notification from Twitch that a game's starting because it's like these players deserve so much better than this streaming mm-hmm. quality that yes. it makes me mad to even watch it. Well, and we... NWSL needs to pay CBS more money because they don't get a studio show. You get like one or two commentators every match. Uh, that's it. You don't get any post game. You don't get anything like that because and people are mad. People think it's all CBS's fault because Syria, the Italian men's league, they get this and they get that. It's because Syria like paid. They're paying a lot of money to do that. Mm-hmm. Where NWSL is like, hey, we can we can offer you a commentator in Florida doing the match, and <laughs> you you can't pay anybody in CBS to do pregame halftime show post-match can't even do a recap show for the whole league it's just like hey you you get to watch the matches shut up and enjoy them that's what i feel like when i watch nwsl matches it's like be happy you get this yeah it just feels um they're just shorting themselves i feel like it's it's such a undervalue you know Mm -hmm. you could have there's so many good creators. Like, I mean, Sandra Herrera comes to mind. Like I would listen to her talk about soccer forever, throw her on beforehand. Like you could have that. You could have that pretty quickly. I don't know why they're not doing things like that. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a shame because yeah, I mean, every, like they're setting records with women, like women's sports is setting records Mm -hmm. in so many different I mean, the women's softball, uh, the, th- the one I go back to is yeah. the NCAA women's softball outdrew the men's baseball final yeah. by yes. a large margin. By a lot, yes. And, and it's like part of that is because, you know, just going to bars and going to places, they would have ESPN on and it'd be women's softball on. There was a lot of women, like ESPN invested money and put that on the channels to where, you could, to where you could see it. Crazy. Yeah. Who to thunk it? If you you're can saying actually... if you invest money in something, yeah, and... it'll. And the and... production was good, and the calling was good. Yeah, right. And you show it to people, make it where people can easily find it to watch it. Mm-hmm. Don't make people bend over like your your hardcore folks are gonna are gonna seek it out wherever they can get it. But your average casual person is not gonna work very hard to find something when there's Let's see what matches on twitch tonight nobody's right? ever thinking that nobody's there's ever thinking that. billion Never. other things they could be watching so like yeah. huh. i just go back to did you guys watch the she believes cup yeah some of it yeah, yeah. okay so like the the i think it was the championship match with the u.s was in it where it kept getting moved from channel to channel on mm-hmm. espn Oh, I have yeah. never been more mad. I was so upset. I was like, how dare you? How dare you for this like division two football team? You're not going to play the championship match for the U S women's national team. Yeah. It was, I, I just like, I can't, people aren't going to chase that. And if you're trying to grow the game, you yeah. have to put it on where people can find it. Like, I, I, the thing uh, there was, a, I think it was an end of, not end of so much. It might've been a WNBA game last year. That I or it was college basketball. Sorry, I, mean, I got it. Uh, yeah. There was a college basketball game on um, before MLS Cup of 2021, mm-hmm. 
in November or December. I think it was maybe South Carolina versus somebody else. I, I did kind of revel in sitting there watching the end of this basketball game, which I was watching anyway, and seeing all of these uh, soccer bros, which many I write to and, and cater to, uh, just get really? so mad because they're like, this is the MLS Cup, and the game's not even starting because of some women's basketball game. And they get all this, you know, the the Twitter misogyny starts rearing its ugly head. and um, oh, yeah. Well, not rearing. It never hides. It just yeah, starts off. <laughs> some folks who are like closet misogynists, it, yes. they come out and they're over that. Like, I'm, I'm coming out as misogynistic now. Um, yeah. It was uh, it was great the other way, whenever you see it the other way. But that's, yeah, that is kind of kind of shysty. I was so mad. Mm. Well, like there's a good documentary. I know where you just bashed ESPN. I'm going to promote it. Um, we don't get any money. But the Dream On documentary, it's a three-part documentary. Um, ESPN 30 for 30. It's about the 96 um, Atlanta Summer Olympics basketball team with like Lisa Leslie and and Don Staley and Rebecca Lobo. And um, it goes through all that they did. And that was marketing behind it. They put marketing behind it. That eventually was so popular that they created the WNBA. So if you put money behind something, it's crazy. People like acknowledge it and they watch it and they enjoy it. So I, yeah. Like that I mean, I whole... remember. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Guess oh, first. I remember as a child being running around and being Mia Ham. You know, I remember that that soccer team, and then kind of like I didn't hear anything until I was seeking it out as an adult. But like that big push behind the team was huge, and it's just like I mean, I think, gosh, it might have been NBC when the Olympics. NBC, yeah, they think they've, yeah. NBC did a whole series on that those 96 mm-hmm. teams, and that was really good, too. And they talked about the basketball team and how much, and the softball team. There was a really good softball team that year, too. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, like, how much impact uh, Title IX had had mm-hmm. in, in growing those women and giving them pipelines to play. So I'm going to have to look up the Dream On one. It's good. Yeah. I watched it all yesterday. I started one and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll watch the second one because I had kids around. Like, I'm never going to be able to finish this. And after the mm-hmm. second one, I was like, well, I'll just start the third one, see what happens. And I was able to, fi- <laughs> it's only three hours total, but um, three really good hours. They talked to all the players involved, yeah. the coach who was like mean. They had a mean coach. She's actually the coach of Stanford. Uh, mm-hmm. Very high, not mean, set very high standards. She wasn't like, Rory Dames and abusing and bullying people. She was structured. Um, she was very structured and very strict. Um, okay. But anyway, it's 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 worth the watch. Um, I'm gonna. It's on ESPN.com or is it? Um, it's something on, I'm gonna have to tape. Oh, it's on ESPN. Like I have the app. If you go to the mm-hmm. thirty for thirty, or if you just search Dream On on the ESPN app, it's there on demand. You can watch it whenever okay. you'd like. I'll have to look it up. Did you just throw out? You were gonna tape it. Stop it! I knew you were gonna say it. I was like, I knew. I, yeah, tape it. I, I said that. Yep. So, yes, so for you, so for you kids listening to this right now, what are these yep, things called yep, VHS yep, yep, tapes yep. and VCRs. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> We're, Back we're both, in my day, we're both older than you, so no. I know. So. <laughs> Back in my day, mm. had mm. to rewind the tape. Or you would have a video store. Or you'd have to pay a quarter. Yeah. 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 
that was before I had money, like my own money, but my parents, I'm sure, because yeah. I wasn't going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was like, I'm not paying no quarter. We had the re- we had the rewind machine though at our house. The one actually rewound it for you. What? It was just a little thing like that just like pops up. Or that that might have been at the video store. We just rewound. You worked it. at a video store. So. I worked at a Hollywood video, which that reference might be too old for some folks. Hollywood video. Yeah. It was like Blockbuster, but we wore purple shirts and it was called mm-hmm. Hollywood Video. Wore purple button-up shirts. They were so like the generic version, maybe. It was, no. they had a pretty big chain of, uh, they were a competitor. We had them in Florida. I think regionally. Yeah. Yeah. We had some, yeah. I think, I mean, I don't think it we didn't the, even have a movie theater in my hometown. So it was, a uh, we had family video. Mm. That's what we had, which like just closed down recently, yeah. just closed down mm-hmm. probably a, a drug a cover up for years. Anyway, let's do ask spam questions. Let's do it. All right. our, our special guest wants to stay longer. Um, yeah, blink twice if you don't. If you want to change your mind, um, <laughs> it's either that or I have to put my kids to bed, and I don't want to do that. Ooh, so. Brian, let's do these questions. Let's draw yeah. it out. Draw it right yes. out. Start out with uh, with our good buddy Robbie here. How much cookie dough ice cream is too much cookie dough ice cream to eat after your favorite player retires? So mm. sad. He's so sad about Gina. Don't feel too bad. He, don't he feel bad. A, he was a wreck last week you should have seen the text that i got during the match when so gotham bad. were being smoked i know what's going Ooh. on in gotham i don't their banter club uh they have poor ownership and they got rid of their best players in the offseason they brought in christy mewis and like hey we're gonna be good right but we got rid of you know defenders and our best goalkeepers and goalkeeper yeah yeah probably not the Do best you... yeah I'm not high on Gotham. I'm not high on Gotham. The Crashland stands. Yeah, we we were trying to start a beef with them. No, go ahead. We're trying to start a beef with the Crashland. Not not actually Crashland. We I love I love them both. Yeah, Krieger like she went to Penn State. I'm wearing a Penn State hat. I I support Alec Krieger. We don't like the Crashlands, which is the population of crazy stands that we do not acknowledge. Or um, we want us to try to start a beef with the Crashland. So if you're listening which you're probably not. Um, we're out to get you. Uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan of the team. Yeah, I before the season started, I was like, oh, they're going to be so good. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and then it has not turned out that way. Yeah, it's yeah. not been great for them. You know, I love some Midge Purse, so I just want good things for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're banking on the fact that they're not Orlando right now. I think oh, is. gosh. Isn't everybody happy that they're not Orlando right now? Rough Gosh. times in Orlando. Really bad. Not great. Are you a? Are you or have you ever been a professional wrestling fan at all? Never. I okay. I I didn't even understand the words in that question. Okay. I was like, I can infer what they are, but I'm gonna have to defer to you guys. I don't know. This. Uh, Thomas Robbie wants to know favorite wrestling match of all time. Now I I was a wrestling fan until about. Um, I was like 16 or so, and then 17, then I stopped. Um, I would have to, my, uh, has to be Mankind versus Undertaker. Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. The, the ring 96. He, he throws this dude off of the, how, how tall is it? Uh, it's uh, 30 feet. 
30, 40 feet. He, the guy throws it. This is the first time it happened too. like, this was before like the mainstream wrestling got like too insane. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like he, he threw the guy 30, 40 feet onto the ground, onto this like breakaway yeah. table, but it was still like monitors on it and stuff. And then he ends, it, it was just a really, the guy who did got he actually thrown, get hurt. Yes. Like was he yeah. injured? Oh man. For a part of the match, he actually doesn't remember it. Like he was completely like coma comatose for part of the match, actually. And he told the dude before the match, he was like, Hey, when we're up there, throw me off. Like, and the other guy was like, Because they're, you know, they're they're practicing it. Mm -hmm. There's this documentary that I saw, like a 30-minute thing talking about just that match. And he was like, just, just throw me off the roof. He's like, are you serious? And he's like, yes, throw me off the roof. And he did it. And it was just um, for someone to put themselves through that. And that wasn't even like, then he got like hit on like a, a bag of nails or something. Wasn't it Brian? Uh, like thumbtacks. Yeah. He got slammed down onto a pile of thousands of thumbtacks. Rick just, Foley is insane. I hate um, I don't get, like blood. I don't like that stuff, but he did lost he at least get like paid. Like oh yeah, he well got he got paid he got paid really he made a lot of money over the years. He lost a couple of teeth, didn't he? Or is that a different that match? match? Yeah, no, yeah. he did. Yeah, he lost some teeth. Yeah, it, it was it was quite graphic. Um, my favorite wrestling match of all time, I'll just go with the first one that popped into my head. That's uh Steve Austin and Bret Hart WrestleMania 13 mm. with the uh, the double turn. Bret Hart turns into a bad guy and Steve Austin becomes a good guy. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, a throwback. That's poetry. A throwback. Poetry. Man. Poetry. <laughs> I uh I I'm still a wrestling fan to this day. I yeah. uh I go hang out. I, I'm part of a group here in Charlotte that meets up and goes to bars and watches matches and stuff. So yeah, we're I spend a lot of time talking about wrestling. If I ever had a podcast that wasn't this one, I would have a wrestling podcast. Um, I think the Sting Triple H match from uh WrestleMania a few years back. That was a cool just for nostalgia purposes. That was, nostalgia. Like, that was, that was, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. All right, and then we'll, we'll we'll stay on the wrestling for just a second. Homer wants to know, Thomas, he wants us to rank these WCW tag teams in order. Yeah, Harlem Heat, Ric Flair and Arn Anderson, we'll just call that the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Uh, Sting and Lex Luger, the Outsiders, and the Steiner Brothers. Um, I'll put um, Outsiders first. There you go. I'll put the Steiner Brothers second, although Scott Steiner was really disgusting, and I hated, like, seeing his steroided out muscles. Um, I did like that. Rick wore the old, like high school wrestling get up every sure. time, which I thought that was a silly thing. Um, and then who like, I'll put sting and Lex third, just cause I do like sting and Lex Luger. Um, no, I'll put Harlem heat ahead of them. I'll put Harlem heat in third. Cause Booker T was pretty, pretty sweet. I'll put sting there. And I, I, I didn't care about Rick, Rick flair. He was too old for me when I was watching wrestling. So I'll put him last. Ric Flair is uh, one of my all-time faves. Yeah, Rick. Until you realize that he's an awful person. Well, he's a horrible human. I think most of these people are probably. Yeah, not most that of these people aren't very good people. Um, Rick Flair. Bad things on and, drugs. Arn Anderson, the Four Horsemen back in the day were, were the best. I'm a big Steiner Brothers fan going way back. Like mm, Steiner. Nobody Flair, really. Yeah. Nobody really wrestled like them very hard-hitting type stuff um sting and lex luger last just because they like half the time they would end up turning on each other whenever they <laughs> I never they liked lex luger here. i just really yeah. love sting that was really lopsided for me like L- luger was always really bad um he was bad, yeah. big harlem heat fan 
um the outsiders you know they're they're toward the bottom they were they were revolutionary really they were good for off the off the ring stuff they They were were cool they were they were cool but their matches were nothing to write home about um and that's enough we're we're, i think we're boring everyone with our wrestling (laughs) knowledge um the drama of wrestling is i mean it's unreal i just it's theater you yeah. know, but it's like physical TikTok. theater. Yeah, I'm sure they would probably make some really good TikToks. You can make NWSL wrestling match. You could do a re- and you could be the wrestlers. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. <laughs> I, I probably have some mustaches that would be good for it, but NWSL sure. players don't. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah. There's not <laughs> much. Yeah, there's not much NWSL wrestling, though. I know Trandy Rodman doesn't have contact with her father. Her father did do some wrestling for wcw back in the 90s oh really i didn't know yeah that. dennis rodman did a little bit of a uh, little bit of wrestling and instead of having relationships with his kids he just did he was, media appearances so... um alex i will acknowledge an alex question here he wants to talk about robbie rogers betraying uh gotham and becoming a Houston Dash fan. He said in another wrestling reference. I don't know that. He did. Uh, he did. He's no longer a Gotham fan. On our think- last show, he said he's now an NWSL fan and he's a Sky Blue fan. Um, the Gotham, apparently, like they're the same ownership that put the team in pretty dire straits years and years ago. It's the same mm-hmm. ownership. What they've done is they've yeah. um, they put a nice new logo on it, um, which is a cool rebrand and stuff. We'll show out some, you know, we'll show some fit videos and everything, but really like the ownership is still the same people and they've started to alienate some of their season ticket holders. And um, it's just, yeah, I think Robbie, he probably a little emotional about it because he has such a connection with them, especially with like Gina there and stuff, but the combination of Gina leaving and then Gotham starting to do some less than favorable things, like starting to be more corporate of an organization than a, Hey, we r- rely on these really base supporters that we have. It's just bad timing. So Robbie's like, "Bye, Felicia." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. You can pick what you want to. You know, you can pick whatever team you want. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh... Houston's not a bad choice. Houston's not a bad choice. Mm-mm. Ebony Salmon, right? <laughs> Free Ebony. Gosh, that was so awful. Come on, Louisville. What are you doing here? You had Jess McDonald and Ebony Fazamon on the same team. You could have destroyed people. Destroyed people. That's like a I mean, cheat. That's like a cheat code. And you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll move gonna... into move into the front. Oh, was... Go ahead. No, she's gonna fit. I mean, I feel like Houston is I am not a Houston fan. I'm not a not a Houston fan. But like their attack has gotten, you know, now they've got Salmon, they've got um, Sanchez. Michelle uh, Prince is always real good. Oh my gosh, Prince, uh, Michaela Abam, she's good. Yeah, that's yeah, good they're that's a good group. Yeah, not bad. We have Michelle Prince on a on a poster in my daughter's room because she used to play for Ohio State, and we used yes. to go to Ohio State games, and they give us like schedule posters for for the children so we have this poster from like 2017 her senior year uh nichelle prince is on actually one other player whom i can't remember at this point she also played in canada but uh, she was also on ohio state at the time who played in the nw so i'll remember her name at some point but very cool mm, yeah but you are not an ohio state fan 
No, no, not really. I grew up in Ohio and um, I liked Ohio State when I was in like Northeast Ohio. I didn't go there or anything. It was just when you're from Ohio, you just kind of if you like sports, you kind of like Ohio State. That's how it is. Um, And everyone's like, when you move to Columbus, you're going to love Ohio State. You're going to love them so much. And I moved here and I was like, stop talking about Ohio State. I'm sick of hearing about Ohio State. So when I started going to Penn State, I I did the heel turn myself Um, and I did a Hulk Hogan bash at the beach um and i went from which is a reference of him turning from a good guy the all-american like hero wearing the yellow and red to wearing the white and black and he turned into a bad guy yeah Got so it. i did that with penn state so well that's fair yeah. okay yeah, it's fun all right the frank the frank barber uh memorial portion of the uh frank's not dead by the way that's just what we call it okay. uh memorial He's portion of, yeah. of the ask bam segment um where he basically gets a bunch of questions. Um, so we'll start with, if you could start a story with this one time at band camp, what instrument would you choose to be oh involved? My God, Frank. That's very inappropriate, Frank. Um, I'm pulling the Lucille Bluth. I don't understand your <laughs> question. I will not <laughs> acknowledge it. I do have a funny band camp story. I can't tell. It's not inappropriate um we've talked about all these people that are great athletes and how athletic some of these people are i am the exact opposite of a great athlete um i have a marching band injury um i was learning how to uh march when you march backwards you stand on your toes so the so you don't bounce you don't want to bounce because you'll lose balance and fall over which is what i did and i fell and tried to catch myself just naturally put my hand down and broke my wrist um, in eighth grade oh. marching band. So that's hard. I have no judgment. I marching band was my favorite thing I did in high school. So I loved band camp. What did you play? I played the snare drum. Oh, right on. Yes. What did you play? Saxophone. Very cool. Ooh, Even yeah. with your, you probably couldn't play it with a broken wrist though. No, I actually marched that year in the show with a cast on and no instrument. <laughs> because they couldn't they couldn't replace me in the like formations of the show or whatever so i just literally went out there and march with just a cast on it was hilarious you guys could that would be the best tiktok in the world that's hilarious at oh, this like mm-hmm. small town rural florida i even <laughs> i'll tell you how, how hardcore i went with it um, you know, the, they give you like the wraps, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff to put around your cast or whatever. My yeah. cast was orange so that it would match our band uniforms. That's dedication. Yeah. Someone's sitting down at that small town parade and they're like, that kid must really love marching. <laughs> you don't even have an <laughs> instrument. <laughs> it's just marching. Oh, oh that's right. nice. Very nice. <laughs> I love that. Every time I hear that story, I still love it. And I, <laughs> the I'm best not... story. That's great. I love That's it. And I love story. you. Frank wants to know how both Chicago women's based professional leagues are going to win their championships this year. Mm. Um, I would love for the Chicago soccer athletes to do it. I'm all in their corner, but um, I can't, I don't want the sky to win again. Why not? I just, I just don't. Um, I just don't like the sky. It's his anti-Chicago bias. Okay, I love and 
I am, uh, like I said, I'm an Atlanta Dream fan. I'm not saying they have a chance. They're much better. They've already won more games mm-hmm. this year than they did all yeah. of last season. Ryan Howard's amazing, and we're mm-hmm. finally healthy. Beat um, New York and Seattle in in the last two That's games. That's a big win. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Um, so I don't think I I still don't think they're going to win it all. I just last year, I this is before like um, I've been a Brittany Griner fan. You're like from when she was playing at college, she was crazy. Yeah. So last year in the finals and the playoffs, I was watching the Mercury. I was like, okay, Atlanta's not in it. I, like I'm an Atlanta dream fan. And then I'm a Brittany Griner fan right underneath there. And she, um, I wanted her to win because she's, she's probably the best players ever played in the WNBA. Like the, you can't stop good. her. She's, she's so good. You need to put three, two or three players on her like default just to get a chance. Um, and I really wanted her to win. So when Chicago beat, uh, beat her. It was uh, it was a sad day for me. I don't care about Diana Taurasi um, getting the goat or winning a championship. I wanted Brittany Griner to win a championship. Yeah. And then this year's just garbage, garbage. We could talk about that yeah. for a long time, but I'm not going to. Okay. Hmm. No, I would like. Yeah, I would like both Chicago championships. I feel like after they worked so hard last year, they deserve one. But the NWSL is competitive and crazy, like chaos. Yeah. You never – I don't know. I don't know who's going to be there. you got to give it up, though, for the the Chicago women's soccer athletes. Um, given everything they went through this past season, yeah, offseason, obviously, yeah. with you know the Rory Dame situation, everything, obviously everything they went through before that, playing under Rory Dames, and then having so many players out with either injuries or pregnancy mm. or both, like, mm-hmm. you know, Keely's... or the mass exodus yeah. off season, like no Gordon, Gordon is a big anchor. And then oh, you have a, a tier in a ACL, you know, mm. you got, you know, your best, one of your better attacking players in Kelia who yeah. had an injury and then got, and then they were, <laughs> while she was out with the injury, they're just like, all right, I guess we're doing this. And Now's the time. Yeah. yeah so Former Bryant and me guest, Kelia Watt, by the way. Um, so if, if, they, show. if they want to name their kid Bryant and me, we'll allow it. Oh <laughs> oh. What if they do? What if they do name him Bryant? That, would you lose your mind? Oh, I would 100% lose my mind. Yeah. It has to be some sort of, uh, it has to be some sort of initial like name, though, because of TJ and JJ. What would, um, Brian, uh, Brian, Brian, BB, BB Watt. Good one. There you go. I like it. No, you don't. You're um, playing along. I appreciate both of you. Frank asked a lot of Stranger Things questions. We're not going to go. We're not going to talk about them because I have a very strict one year policy on spoilers. I don't spoil anything for a year. I give everybody a chance to watch it at their own leisure. Oh, so nice. we're not going to talk about it. And I have I haven't seen the second half of season four yet. So I finished last night. Let me tell you what happened. I'm just kidding. You better not. Um, which Forrest Gump is the best? There's multiple. I think he maybe means like which, like throughout the movie, obviously he goes through different phases of his life, which I would say running Forrest Gump at the end is, is the best Forrest Gump. Or That's child. To mind. Or child mm. Forrest Gump. I'm a big fan of child Forrest Gump. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great part in the Your movie. Your mama's shoulders care about your education. Boy. Appropriate. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. It's been a while. It's, yeah. it's my wife's favorite. So oh, we've seen nice. it. 
we've seen it a lot of times yeah i, I do like the beer propaganda gump the running at the end i do like that um i like a good defiance beard but i'm gonna go with um bubble gump shrimp i'm gonna Ooh. go with the shrimp uh, Ooh, yeah. shrimp captain forest because like he jumps off the boat when lieutenant diane gets there he dives off the boat it crashes into the dock it cra- and then they they're out there during the storm and lieutenant dan's yelling on top of the boat and he's like come and get me and i like i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it i'm gonna do the shrimp captain forest is my favorite that's a good one uh sweet or sweet or dill pickles dill for sure sweet pickles are for narcissists i'm already i'm already (laughs) sweet enough oh you are this guy you look no yeah it's uh it's dill pickles all the way i'm obsessed with Mm -hmm. like what's weird is i don't really like pickles like i don't they're fine like i'll eat them but I'm like obsessed right now with pickle flavored things. Mm, like potato chips. Like potato chips or Trader Joe's, uh, rest in peace, had this pickle flavored popcorn. Did they die? Mm. Oh, oh, okay. No, I the store they, shut down or something. I haven't discon- been out of the house in a while. They discontinued the pickle flavored popcorn. Mm. And I'm very upset about it. Mm. Um, Wait, we- do you have Aldi near you? Uh, yeah. I think they have it right now what? yeah oh my god because i know it's the same no. i'm pretty no, after, sure it's after. there I'm going to aldi this weekend um With, and get some and get some cheese melt cheese another tiktok that was hilarious about the candy coated uh peanut <laughs> can what, what was it can it was like the worst ver- it was like candy coated peanuts and i had like chocolate underneath it it was like not a very good. They need to work on their packaging, but maybe that's right. why you save money. Yeah, I don't know. But or yeah. they peaked at cheese melt. They're like, we're not getting anything better. Just throw throw letters on the bag. They'll yeah. buy it. These and of course, somebody it. was like, it's not cheese. We know. We know it's not cheese. We well, know it's social not media. Cheese. We don't buy it because it's <laughs> cheese. We don't that's buy right. It. Oh we are. It, it says cheese product on it. I know. I mean, <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> We should be called podcast product, just so people know it's not a real podcast. It's a product, kind of. A <laughs> it's you know we're the we're the craft singles of uh, of podcasts. Those are the best. Craft's name brand. I'll take it. I'll take it. We're uh, we're like Borden, maybe or. I do like, and Brian will attest to this. I'm a I'm a trainer at um, the company in which I work, and I try to tell everybody about Aldi. I I warn people like, hey bring a quarter you gotta have a quarter I say we never go because i never have any quarters Bring your own bag some people are like i can't go that sounds like a lot of anxiety and it is the first time you're at aldi it's extremely intimidating um yeah i feel like they've kind of gone like the prices are still good but they're putting less in packaging lately i feel like they're starting to you know the succumb to the yeah shrinkflation yeah. is definitely hitting aldi hard but i still um we still do a majority of our shopping there because money yeah, I blame the, the Germans. That's the Germans. They're all about efficiency. I mean, I can't be. <laughs> they have like ninety-nine cent thing of strawberries, and I go to you know another grocery store. It's like three dollars. I can't beat that. You know. No. Yeah. I go to Giant Eagle to get my um my Zaps spicy craw tater chips, and that's the only I mean, thing I've I never had those, but they look intriguing. The bag looks really pretty. 
the pretty bag shines. I got yeah. Thomas hooked on this. I had some over the weekend. Funny enough, I have some in my in my pantry. <laughs> can we? Uh, Felix on Instagram wants to know: Can we cancel the Euros till Alexia Patelis gets better? Oh, that awful news! It's heartbreaking. I never want anything bad for Felix. So, um, but I still think the tournament should go on because yeah, um, that's how it works. It's, I mean, that's the best player according to ESPN's FC. That's the best women's player in the world. Boy. So that was very, yeah, that list was, I already listened to you guys talk about it, but yeah, oh, okay. I agree. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was, I don't know. I watched the Lyon uh, Barcelona mm-hmm. game. And so I was, that was the only game I had watched of them. And so I was like really pumped up like, Oh, Barcelona's going to, is it Barcelona? Yeah. 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 It's going to roll over them. And that is not what happened. No. So I don't know. No. I don't know. Uh, are they as good as people say they are? I don't know. Like if I, if I play my, four-year-old in, in basketball on our mm. little Fisher Tykes basketball hoop in the house, I'm going to block his shots 100% of the time. And that's kind of what Barcelona is playing against non-Real Madrid teams in, in Spain. Uh, these other teams are not anywhere close to the talent that Barcelona has. And it's just I don't think it's a 30-some year age difference. I think it's just the talent gap. is um, They're investing a lot more in Spain. Madrid and Barcelona are than your other teams in the league. It's just yeah. most of these teams that I'm guessing they're not even all fully professional teams in La Liga at this point. I would be shocked if they were all professional, but. So uh, Frank is going to a restaurant as a secret shopper. Which questions should he ask? That's really intriguing. A restaurant <laughs> has a secret shopper. Like to, to, to judge the service? Is that what they do? I think so. I, I think so. Yeah. Oh, no. Here's, here's what you should do, Frank. Regardless of what happens with your secret shopper experience, you should give that waiter or waitress perfect marks yes. because they're working their tails off to serve you. And uh, secret shoppers are a tool of the evil capitalist class. Mm-hmm. That is a perfect answer. Yeah. Yeah. Guillotine. Guillotine. <laughs> Don't be a bootlicker, Frank. Um, and finally, Frank, with the question of the night here, what is the best cheese? <sighs> hmm. There is this um, this cheese from from Boar's Head, which means I never buy it because it's way too expensive but this cheese is a like a spicy five cheese cheese i need to find the name of it i'm really doing a great job of advertising it you can tell i don't buy it often but it is so good so good as in like okay i'll buy a bag of it every year and it'll i'll eat half of it on the way home that's how good it is I'm going to look it up as you both give your answers. And don't forget, we do have one more question, too, um, from Gianna Belcastro. Oh, yes. Asked us a question. Don't forget that one because I've been ready for this one. I got to find it. Not ready. I've been been 
anticipating this one is the more appropriate word I should say. Oh gosh. Um, I love feta cheese. Mm-hmm. I just Doesn't eat that with a spoon, but Aldi, I'm, I'm a big fan of Aldi cheeses and they have at Christmas time, like a white cheddar cranberry. That's really good. Ooh. And you guys should be on, there's this account um, on TikTok. Her name is the curd nerd. And she's a cheesemonger in, I think, New York. And she'll, like, do TikToks about the different, like, she's, like, a capital C cheesemonger. You know, like, an official thing. This is what she does for a job. And she'll, like, talk about the different cheeses. She's a good account to follow. You're, you're really selling me because I, I think I'm the only one on this, podca- on this podcast currently that does not have a TikTok account. You, yeah. you tell me things like that. You're really selling me. Uh, it's um once the algorithm learns you a little bit which is kind of crazy to say but once the algorithm learns you a little bit you're going to get really amazing content need to just bite the bullet and do it yeah Um, i mean everyone already has all of our information it doesn't matter and that's not why i'm worried that's not why i haven't done it i'm mostly just lazy um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with a goat cheese I love a good like like the spreadable like herb goat cheese, um, and Thomas knows this because he's had it. My wife at Thanksgiving makes these mashed potatoes with goat cheese in them. It's an Ina Garten recipe. Mm. It's can't go wrong with her. It's phenomenal. And it's so sitting uh, in the moment, you can keep talking. Yeah, it's it's so good. I mean, once she started making that, we're not allowed to go to any kind of like holiday outing mm. and not bring that because people will legitimately get upset if we don't bring those mashed potatoes at this point. Do you put like a, have you ever made them? I may just look up the recipe. I have. Um, Is it like a whole thing of like a whole goat yes. cheese? Yeah. Like it's a whole one of those delicious. little log, the little like logs of goat cheese. Mm-hmm. And then it's like eight other different kinds of dairy like there's way more dairy like heavy cream yeah. and butter and yeah there's the sour cream yeah there's way more dairy in this i think than there are even potatoes <laughs> um it makes really good um mashed potatoes it also makes really phenomenal pierogies oh. Um, oh. gnocchi not so much it's got too much dairy to make good gnocchi with it um but the pierogies and the mashed potatoes themselves phenomenal mm. um finally john and belcaster this is really the question of the night who moving up in the world shout out to a whole podcast network like making us look like some bums they are doing like i w- did you watch the trailer yeah yeah, yeah. amazing i'm mm. so excited i'm just, just killing it just like, you have like a pro hockey player hosting one of your shows now, softball player. You have uh, C Rivers, who I wrote with at Beyond Women's Sports. She's fantastic for uh, the what's in it? The don't uh, what is it? Don't touch my jersey. Don't touch my jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's she's great. I I I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, Jonna wants wants us to come up with a cheer for an NWSL or WNBA player. Bonus points if it rhymes. I immediately went into a panic. I was like <laughs> Googling. I, haven't, I played softball in high school. I was like, okay, I'm trying to remember like old softball cheers. Nothing. I was trying to crowdsource my children. My husband's a very creative. 
they were no help. Nothing. Do you guys have any? I thought of one pretty quickly. Okay. I'm not trying. Uh, That was really like talk about all of your your struggles and the gnashing of teeth and i'm like oh mine made me feel bad it's okay no it's all right um this is for chicago soccer athletes i'm gonna say score a goal and we'll twist and shout keep on winning and get arnhem out that was my Mm. that was my cheer nailed it. that was my cheer that's a good one um, I, the first thing that popped into my head and, and I'm just adding a name to a, to an already existing song, but, uh, everyone, you know, calls Tatum Malazzo the hurricane. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just something like, you know, Tatum Malazzo rock you like a hurricane. That's good. I like dun, it. That's a good dun, one. Dun, dun, scorpions. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I, like it. I have not been in a supporter section yet. That's on my bucket list. Mm. And so, I feel like I need to do that before I try and write any sort of cheer for myself. Mm. Okay. That's you know, I've fair. got no frame of reference because those I looked up, I don't, okay. Obviously I'm not going to go to an ACFC game cause it's in LA, but I looked up their cheer cheer list cause it's on the internet and they're like paragraphs of stuff you have to learn. I'm sure it's easier in person, but I immediately got overwhelmed and I was like, maybe supporter sections aren't for me. Oh, you, no. you, you pick it up. You could, all, it's also, I will say like, I've been in a few, I've been in supporter sections, like for varying sports. Um, you, you pick it up pretty quick. It's also really easy to just kind of mumble along with, with whatever they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of them are either if they're songs, they're tuned, they're like popular, usually some kind of song that everybody or most people know. Um, you know, like the crew, I, th- I always think of, uh, wise men say like it's literally just oh, yeah. i just, you literally oh, yeah. just change one line like i can't help falling in love with crew, crew? instead of you no <laughs> like, yeah like it's just simple stuff like that so a lot of them are, are pretty now yeah you get some of the really complicated ones or i know like the crew had one have one in spanish that took me forever. La Voya, La Voya, Columbus. Yeah, yeah like when i first heard it i was like I had no idea what they're saying. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do the clapping part with it. Um, and you had been drinking at that point too. You're like, I can't speak Spanish. I, what I'm not I drinking. Had, yeah. Well, only, only what little I can remember from high school Spanish, and that's uh-huh. been a long time. But yeah. keep, keep thinking of it. We'll, we'll get a, we'll have you on again at some point. We'll, we'll oh, get a, uh, we'll get a chant from you then. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, yeah, I will have to keep working on it because find a song that you really like. And just replace a word. It would be Taylor Swift. So oh, there you go, Swifty oh, in no. the house. Yeah, I would. Have, okay, that's. Um, I'm gonna come up with something. It's a love. I'm trying to think. Love, love story is the first one that popped in my head. It's a love story. You belong with me. That's like her old school hit. I feel like that would be most yeah. people know that. Yeah. Anybody's huh. last. Name. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling. No, I don't like the end of that. I'm not going to finish it because it sounds it sounds borderline inappropriate. Um, hmm. I don't want to say I'm feeling anybody's name. That would be weird. Oh yeah, that yeah. yeah that would be that would be bad. Um, we could trying to think of way to work. We to be something to be canceled. Work some work mo into it somehow. Let's see. Uh, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to go to the drawing board and then get uh, yeah. get it back here and um, channel. I'm try and do one with 
Aaron Wright. I feel like now that she's back, she deserves one. Yeah, I like All that. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. come up with something. Nice, something for the TikTok. Put it, yeah, put it on TikTok. Sweet. Don't <laughs> just take. Go for it. I will watch it. We'll consume it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh. Good. Oh man, Brian, bring us home. Let's just cl- we're just gonna close it out. We're just gonna close it out. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to hang out with us, talk. I know it's been a been a long show, but been a lot of fun. If people want to find you on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, how can they find you? Uh, my on TikTok, I'm M Woods, uh, and on Twitter, I'm and everything else, I'm Whoa So Casual. Mm. So yeah, follow me. I love to talk to people. E M Woods, by the way. Yeah, E M. Sorry, yeah. Yep. M Woods. M Woods. Yep. Perfect. We're at Bryant and Me on both Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Thomas. He's at One Thomas Costello on both platforms as well. Follow him to listen to all the fantastic things that he is writing. He's writing right now for. uh, Let's see. We got playing Grant Holy Land. We'll be covering some Ohio State uh, women's athletics coming up. Got Massive Report, obviously covering the crew. Doing a lot of writing for the WPSL. Be on the lookout for some of the fantastic things that he has to say. You can follow me only on Instagram. I'm at I'm at pickle chip. Replace the eyes with ones. Which uh, recurring recurring thing from earlier where we talked about pickles. Um, still pickle friends, chips. Yes, still pickle chips. Tell your friends about the pod. We you appreciate have to reach that. Out. You have to reach out to Trader Joe's about them canceling your your favorite. Um, I did file pod. a complaint. You the say, last what, time we were in there. What's the big deal? With getting rid of these pickle popcorns, it's, it's, you need it's... a TikTok. That was quality. That was quality. <laughs> no, I don't. I, yeah, Brian, me TikTok coming to a uh, to a phone near you. Mm. <laughs> tell tell your friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, strangers, random people that you meet on the street, your enemies, mortal those enemies. Are, those are good people to tell about the show because yeah. what better way to punish someone uh, than listening to me and Thomas talk for? a long period of time and i mean mm. long uh, <laughs> we, we appreciate you leaving a review wherever you get a uh, fine and not so fine podcast yeah. that is always appreciated as always please take care of yourselves your family your friends your loved ones take care of your mental health as well know that you guys are loved 100 we love every single one of you you are important you are great have a fantastic week don't listen to anything macy gray has to say because it's all nonsense Want a quick Macy Gray story before sure. we end the show, and then we'll close it out. I promise. And I was like, I need to, go. I gotta go. I want to put kids. No, I'm intrigued. Point. I just, I just read about Macy Gray earlier, um, and yeah, I agree. Well, this was back uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Um, they are, uh, they host one NFL game a year, one exhibition game a year, and one year she sang the national anthem. If you remember anything about like football or anything like that or anything about macy gray she butchered it really bad like she was trying to sing national anthem forgot most of the words started like fergie uh, level are we talking like fergie level here no it or? was really yeah it was really bad she if it was not an exhibition game in canton ohio it would have probably gotten a lot more attention but uh, it was it was it was rough it was really bad no that's not the story at the time my dad worked at the airport as um, he used to drive uh, for this driving service. Um, they would, before, you know, we had Uber, Lyft or anything. We had this driving service at the airport. He would drive people from airport to their hotel, hotel to airport or to their home, whatever. So you didn't have to leave your car at the 
the airport. One of the people at his company drove Macy Gray from the airport. And she was apparently in the backseat, completely like zonked out. Like she was completely on something because she was just like in and out of it. She was, this is right up before she starts to sing, not in any sort of human capacity to be in front of people. It was, I remember him telling me that story the night that she kind of butchered it and it went as viral as you could before social media. Um, It was pretty it was pretty intense and it was funny that um, little background information, but yeah, that's um, just, why do you care? Why do people care about what other people decide in their life? If it's not impacting you, just shut up. Just shut up. Sorry. Not On sorry. that note. That's right. Yeah. Have a wonderful week, everybody. We love you all. Adios.